This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome, America. I hope you're all listening in because we've got a whole big group of issues that affect you that I don't think you're going to hear many other places than on this network and maybe a few other places, but a a big, big night for the Democratic Party. Uh, I understand uh, all of uh, the beauty shops and barbershops and various other um, uh, shops to make you uh, look nice are being used in Washington today, including some hospitals where last-minute plastic surgery is being done so that these congressmen on the January 6th committee can look human, which is going to be hard having just been with them. But uh, there are very good uh, uh, cosmeticians and doctors in Washington. Uh, I mean, let's face it. uh, Well, I mean, Nancy Pelosi actually doesn't have a moving part on her face. You know that, right? So you you see that's why the lips move funny. They go in different directions. She can't control it because she's got, you know, something from one place there and something from another place there. So that's what we're going to see tonight. It it has – look, this started off as a serious thing. It was a serious thing. I was there. I left, I left the uh, speech uh, of the president, had no idea that there would be a, a, a disturbance of any kind, uh, knew very little, if anything, about the march up there. In fact, it seemed to me the first time I knew about it is when the president said, uh, march to the Capitol patriotically and peacefully. I went back to do my work. I was extremely busy uh, getting letters and, and, and talking to uh, people from different states about still aspects of the of the uh, voter fraud that uh, all the establishment wants to just uh, require you to say didn't occur, uh, which is like something that would happen in a totalitarian state where I'm not allowed to tell you what I believe is the truth. You know, uh, they may think it didn't happen. I have (laughs) got 300 affidavits in Philadelphia alone. I've got videotape. So I'm not about to go lie. But I'm, you know, I'm not allowed to say that in America. Uh, but that's what I was working on. And then later in the afternoon, I found out that there was a disturbance. And before I found out too much, I got a, I got a, um, I got a, a, a film given to me, which shocked the hell out of me. It, it was done by an Antifa guy named John uh, Sullivan. It shows John Sullivan smashing into the Capitol, encouraging people to burn down the Capitol, encouraging them to destroy property seemingly guiding them on an almost a predetermined uh, course to Nancy Pelosi's office and with other uh, Antifa people, some identified, some not, uh, they, they, they persuaded two uniformed officers to abandon their post in front of Nancy Pelosi's door and they, and they began banging the door down with the two police officers watching them. They, the words were then uttered, gun, gun, And you see on the tape just a gun. The uh, shooter is carefully eliminated from the tape. And then you hear a shot. You see a woman fall. 
And when you look back at the tape, you see that there was at least one, probably two people who had hoisted her up because she was too short to be at that height. And this all happened in about the amount of time I just said it to you. Uh, There was never, ever on that tape a warning. The uh, the report that was put out or that was gotten by Judicial Watch uh, of their file looks like uh, the committee has done a falsified, uh, fraudulent investigation of this. And, I mean, I don't know when you're going to get the fact that this is just a carrying on of the uh, hoax with regard to uh, uh, Russian collusion. Now, the difference is something bad happened here. In, in the Russian thing, nothing happened. But the bad that happened here had nothing to do with Donald Trump. And the bad that happened here is not as bad as they're making it. They're making it into the, you know, we should have a holiday for January 6th every year because so many people got upset. Now, let's be clear. They went out of their way to exaggerate the damage. Nobody died on, on, on the police side. The police officer who died, died days later, and he died of natural causes, according to the coroner in the District of Columbia, not the New York Times. The, even Biden constantly lies and says four people died. I mean, nobody believes Biden no matter what he says, so that doesn't really matter. Uh, the, and then now the facts come out, and this is going to be a totally exaggerated, one-sided picture. For example, you're not going to hear anything about what I just told you. You're not going to hear the identities of those people who were the police officers who abandoned the post. Uh, no one, they're not going to explain to you why they abandoned the post. Why would they allow people to get into Nancy Pelosi's office? They weren't being attacked physically, by the way. No one threw anything at them. No one hit them. Uh, they didn't put a gun to their head or a bat. They actually just went up and asked them to please step aside. And they stepped aside. Two big guys. And when they stepped aside, the first thing the two guys started to do, one is tentatively identified as an Antifa member, and the other one could be or may not be, they started banging the door down with a helmet, and, a, and it looked like a form of some kind of a piece of wood or whatever. And they were having some success in unhinging the door. It only went on for a short period of time. Got to go back and look at it. I forget the sequence a teeny bit here. But two things happen almost within seconds of each other. You see a gun on the other side of the door. And then you hear twice, gun, gun. The two men obviously hear it because they stop banging on the door and they step back and they bend down. Almost as if they knew the trajectory of the, of the bullet. And then uh, if you're looking back, you will see that two other men hoist uh, Ashley Babbitt up. It could look at first glance, like making her a target in a uh, shooting gallery. And then she shot much faster than I just described it. There's never a warning to her. There's never an attempt by the police officers behind her to take her down. If it was dangerous for her to go over, well, you didn't have to shoot her. All you had to do is grab her and pull her down. These cops look to be about 6'2", 6'3". There are at least two of them, and then there's a group right in the background, variously described as three to six. But just these two cops alone could have taken her down. On the, and on the other hand, on the side of the shooter's uh, uh, door, the side that he was on, there were, you could see a group of cops there. So what could he imagine? She, she's going to get thrown over the transom, 
She can either land on her feet or on, on, her, on her back or on her face. And he had a multitude of cops, including himself. I assume he's fairly competent. Just put handcuffs on her. The woman had no gun. The woman had no weapon. The standard for a police officer to shoot you is he has to be in realistic fear of his life. I've uh, seen the testimony. Not a single police officer backs him up that there was a warning. Although the report put out today by the committee suggests that there was. Typical, 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 typical shifty shift. He lies when he's on television. Then the lie uh, 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 is proven. But then he's off television and he just ignores it forever. I've got direct evidence of involvement with the Russians. Total lie. Has anybody ever called him on it? So he's going to do the same thing today. He's going to say, she was warned. Well, I don't know if there's much she could have done about being warned. She's being held up by two other people. And she wasn't warned. And there's testimony to the contrary that they are holding back because they are scummy liars. That's why. They they, they shouldn't be congressmen. They should be guys, you know, trying to uh, fix uh, uh, personal injury cases. They're scum, particularly Swalwell. I know this evidence because I've seen uh, I've seen the I don't know if it was a grand jury or a hearing. I've seen the testimony. It was made available to me. The police officers uniformly say we never heard a warning. It also sounded from the testimony like the police officers didn't particularly want to defend this guy too much. And this guy never gives an explanation of how he was in fear of his life which is almost mandatory in a police case like this. You have any idea how many police cases like this I've had to handle? Just so I would not lose my objectivity, I have now had uh, six homicide detectives review it, four from New York, two from elsewhere, and their reviews range from this is an extremely serious homicide investigation to the guy is guilty of murder in the first degree. Yeah. Now, they're not going to ask a single question about that. That was the most serious crime that happened that day. The loss of human life is a, is a lot more than Pence being a little scared, you know, and having to run out, run, run to the back of the whatever. Scared of what? A bunch of clowns, right? Without guns. Now, we also have the other thing they're covering up, which is amazing, because now the tapes have come out and, 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 and the, uh, the checks. They've been trying to get National Guard there for about two weeks. President Trump, at every moment, supported it. And at the very end, had, had driven the number up to 20,000. Turned down by Bowser, the mayor. Turned down by the Capitol officials in charge. That's Nancy Pelosi, you know, the one whose husband drinks and drives and uh, pulls down millions and millions in the Middle East and Ukraine. That guy. That, and then she's married to that guy. Uh, but they're not going to produce any documents. So let's look at let's let's look at this carefully. They want to put Bannon in jail for not wanting to produce documents because of executive privilege. They have put Navarro in jail and put him in chains for not wanting to produce documents because of executive privilege. And nobody's even asking Pelosi for her documents in which it is alleged that she made the very suspicious decision not to have National Guard. And it also would destroy and does destroy logically the notion that the president was engaging in an insurrection, which is idiotic anyway, 
and allowing his people to go there unarmed against the United States government and then producing 20,000 armed troops to kill him. Do you realize how absurd this is? I swear to God, the only way you buy this is if you, if you drink Democratic uh, potion and you become brainwashed. Once again, if you're doing an insurrection, you don't send your people there without guns. Number two, you don't order out the opposition force in numbers like 10 or 20,000 that have much better guns than guns we're talking about. And they're not police. They have no compunction about shooting you if you're engaged in an insurrection. Why would Trump do that? It's completely illogical. And it fits with the facts that I know to be 100% true because I knew what he was doing all during that time. He wasn't planning anything. Oh, by the way, I mentioned one other thing before we take our break. The FBI has twice concluded there was no planning with regard to this which they are ignoring completely, just like they ignored the FBI telling them there was no Russian collusion. Only difference is there are a few facts that work with here, but none of them have anything to do with Donald Trump or anybody else causing this other than the unfortunate thing happened and the Trump people did something really wrong. But there are a lot of Antifa people who did things wrong who are getting off the hook, and there's proof they're not looking at. They're not putting out the John Sullivan tape, which is the single best record of what happened. They're not putting out John Sullivan and Antifa members saying, burn down the Capitol. They're not putting out the text that says there were 250 Antifa members there. They are hiding it. They're covering it up. And they're engaging in the same obstruction of justice they've been doing against Trump for five years. Except this time, they got a few facts to operate on that have nothing to do with Trump. We'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Well, you know, uh, yesterday was uh, quite a uh, revealing day with regard to Mayor Adams' atrocious approval rating of 29%, which is uh, astounding, but very well deserved in light of the fact that crime has gone up in New York. The slight uh, reduction in murder and the slight reduction in shootings, I will say I'll give him I'll give him a, a, a little hope on that. I'll give particularly the shootings. I'll give him a little hope on that. But the numbers are not very impressive. They are in the right direction, but not in a way that tells you anything yet. Now, on the other side of it is the increases in other crimes are astounding. The property crime increases are astounding. Uh I mean, stealing automobiles is like uh, they just do it. Subway crime is terrible. You know, you know the crime that is really um, the most accessible to being reduced by Comstat is the crime that's going up the most, which says to me something's going wrong in the use of Comstat, and I don't know what it is, particularly the subway crime. There's no reason for that. Subway crimes take place in a confined space, 
It's all charted. It's all mapped. It's all uh, subjected to, uh, you know, tremendous numbers of data that are uh, reproduced um, uh, instantly. It is a much better uh, uh, system than I had or that uh, Bratton had or, or Safer because it's now uh, real time. In other words, I could sit there overnight and I can watch the crimes just about happening, which is uh, really astounding. I would love to have done that. We came pretty close to that. A few times we, we caught them before they finished. But now we should have a much easier time of catching them before they're finished. Now, why the hell Adams isn't doing that and why the hell the police department isn't doing it? I don't know why they've got the cops in the wrong places. At this point, five months in, there should be no excuse for that. Maybe the first two weeks. But at this point, you've got command of that board. That's what it's like. That's what that's how that's I mean, everybody thinks we, we really didn't reduce crime. And it's a big joke because Republicans never do anything right. But we really did. And it really was done scientifically. And it was really done better than anybody ever done it. And the numbers are so far beyond anyone's ever achieved in history that maybe, just maybe, even the New York Times might give me some credit for it because they say Bratton did the whole thing. Because I was writing about these things 10 years before I met Bratton, including the use of statistics as a way of reducing crime because I was in charge of the FBI crime statistics. I was dealing with and working with James Q. Wilson on broken windows before I met anybody else. I helped to write the Attorney General's task force report on organized on, 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 on violent crime in 1982 and, and coordinated the whole thing and went around the country with them. It took testimony. Just hard to admit that I had a lot of expertise in this because I'm a bad guy. I'm a Republican. I support Trump. I support Trump. I must be terrible. I got to be disbarred because I support Trump. So look at this. 12-year-old girl injured as a result of getting hit by a car. A knockout punch killed a 61-year-old man in front of his Brooklyn home. It was ruled yesterday that it was the knockout punch that did it, but of course he hit the ground. He hit the ground right before, and then they picked his pockets. It's alleged probably a drug transaction. Um... A serial stabber kept out of jail numerous times so that he can continue to stab people. Ah! This is the New York Post. I don't believe the story. I really don't. I do not believe they let this guy out, this Maldonado guy, out as often as they did. I... I, I, He was freed without bail on June 6th, and then he went ahead and he stabbed somebody else. This is, this, the gun, it isn't guns that are creating these crimes. Uh, guns are an instrument that's used that makes crime more effective, more efficient, worse. But uh, you, can, you can pass all the gun control laws you want. There are 500 million illegal guns. It's a self-defeating. Also, it's not the right place to look, and it becomes a dodge for our dishonest Democrats. Why does Schumer, who could be one of the worst people in Washington, how does Schumer constantly say gun control, gun control, gun control, gun control? Because they don't want you to focus on the fact, let's say Buffalo, for example. It's hokel, 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 Cuomo, hokel, Cuomo, hokel, and the Democratic legislature. Because they have a red flag law 
and they do not enforce it because they run a dysfunctional state, the Democrats do. They are more concerned with Cuomo writing his book and making $5 million and Hochul's husband getting a piece of the Buffalo Stadium. That's what their job is, not to keep you safe. There were three warnings that should have been entered so this guy was prevented from getting a gun. Serious warnings to the police, to the school, and to the medical authorities. You're not going to do any better with gun control laws than that. The, the, the emphasis right now, actually, if you were doing this the way it would be done professionally, which is the way I handle crime, and that's why I brought it down, is you would have no new laws until you enforce the present ones and decided what new laws do you need? What improvements do you need? Maybe you need stronger penalties for people who don't report. So they are too scared not to report. Maybe we need to change some of the codes that we have with regard to mental illness and some, and so, and some of the uh, privacy that's, that's allowed there. That's a debate that would be worthwhile having. That will reduce these, these things. Making it more difficult to get a gun, I don't know, maybe, it'd, maybe one guy would get dissuaded, some crazy nut, because he had to go out of his way to get a gun. Or isn't it more likely that if you're crazy enough to do something like that, You'll do anything in your power to get a gun, and there are 500 million available. When we get back, we're going to have the guy who's got the gut to run against one of the biggest bull artists in this city, Chuck Schumer. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with the Rudy Giuliani Show. In a moment, I'm going to be interviewing Joe Pinion, who is running against the, well, the majority leader of the U.S. Senate. Chuck, every Sunday press conference, Schumer is going to be the guy or the most dangerous place in Washington to be is between Chuck Schumer and a microphone. Those are, those are things I have personally witnessed, including one saving Hillary Clinton's life because Schumer pushed her and she was about to go off the podium or the stage and I grabbed her. I did. There are several Republicans who saw that and I lost some votes, but I am a human being. This guy is completely, I don't know what he is. He's silly, among other things. Well, just to wrap up on a, on a few of the crimes, uh, just to show you uh, how wonderful it is that we have open borders. We have an Ill- illegal immigrant uh, who committed one, two, three, mur- three murders yesterday. Uh, we've got the national we – we have a, a, a city councilman in New Orleans asking for the National Guard in New Orleans because he said it's worse than San Francisco. And he doesn't want it to become Gotham City which means we would have to get Superman. 
And, and, and we know since Joe fell again walking up the stairs, he's not Superman. Do you ever remember falling going up the stairs? That's a strange one, Joe, isn't it? I, I don't know. And, uh, and then there's, a, there's a, a, a film you're entitled to see if you want of a 14-year-old boy being kicked the hell out of. But all sorts of people taking pictures of it but doing nothing to help him. That's beautiful. That's not the Brooklyn that I remember. Sorry. It comes about because of the attitude that's created about crime, which is to encourage it, entitle it, allow it, going back to the 2020 uh, uh, riots. Now, Chuck Schumer is much in the news now because th- these hearings, these phony hearings uh, tomorrow, uh, today, and I-, I call them phony. Let me just be clear. I believe they did something wrong. They went into the Capitol. They committed trespass. They destroyed some property. They apparently didn't kill anybody, uh, uh, although Biden says four people were dead. Nobody dead as a result of their action. Not a single one of them was found with a gun, which makes it very unusual to argue it was an insurrection. I can't believe you go in there for an insurrection without a gun. And to try to say that Trump was involved when he was fighting for the last three days to get ten to 20,000 troops there is a little ridiculous. In other words, he's sending in his insurrection army without guns, except stupid Halloween, uh, Halloween costumes on. And he's bringing in 20,000 of the best military in the world to kill him. I mean, this is like as ridiculous as Russian collusion. So Chuck Schumer, who says, you know, Trump is responsible for this because Trump said about stolen elections. Let's listen to Chuck Schumer before we interview Joe and get Joe's opinion on it about how much he affected the attempt to murder a Supreme Court justice. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Joe, this is Joe Pinion. Joe, uh, I have tremendous respect for because, look, let's face it, this guy's been uh, elected uh, 500 times or something and uh, it's by a gigantic vote. I don't know why. He's not that good. He doesn't do anything for us. But in any event, he does. Joe has had the guts to take him on. And I think we're starting to see uh, uh, kinks in the armor, Joe, in, in his. Uh, not, not your. You are a fine candidate. Well, you're going to show it right now. But, but you're starting to see little kinks in his. What about this? I mean, how, how can this guy be yelling about Trump when he did something much worse? To be clear, they hired a Hollywood producer. Uh, to try to turn uh, this evening's primetime congressional hearing into much CTV after they tried to cancel the Price's right to have live with Jerry Nadler uh, for those impeachment hearings for President Trump not once but twice. And they're going to make the argument that the words that came out of your mouth, the words that came out of President Trump's mouth, led to that atrocious scene that we saw where people used the flag of this great nation to break glass at the people's house. If that is your position then how in the world do you sit here quiet as a church mouse, as we've seen the news today, with the words that came out of the mouth of the Senate Majority Leader for the nation, said that you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. What almost hit Justice Brett Kavanaugh was a 9 millimeter, which is what they found on the man camped outside of his house. What almost hit uh, Justice Kavanaugh was the actual uh, brandishes that they had there to tie his hands behind his back. What almost hit the Kavanaugh family was fatherlessness 
as we've seen all across this country. So you want to talk about rhetoric. The Bible tells us, Proverbs 18, uh, that death and life live in the power of the tongue. The power of Chuck Schumer's reckless rhetoric almost had us unleash death on the Supreme Court of this nation. So that's why I'm in this race, to tell people we have a chance to have a choice, to send Chuck Schumer packing after 24 years in the United States Senate. All he does is bring division from town to town, and we make sure we forget about the trail of broken promises he leaves behind. So, Mr. Mayor, I'm here to tell all the people of New York City, uh, if you can hear my voice, you can help us on November 8th. Send this man, who has done nothing but empower himself at our demise, packing to the retirement home of politics once and for all. Well, that, I mean, that couldn't have said it any better, Joe. I mean, the reality is that he has been a fraud, including a fraud to his own people. Absolutely. He's watched, he's watched support for Israel uh, kind of fizzle down to nothing. And the, in the Obama administration, there were uh, uh, responsible people in Israel that felt that Obama was on the other side. And in this case, in their desire, their pathetic desire to do a deal with Iran, I mean, they're jeopardizing the existence of the state of Israel. He hasn't said a word about that. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, but again, I remember, uh, old enough to remember when Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, came to the United States of America, broke protocol, uh, turned against the advice of his better counsel to address Congress to tell us that the most dangerous threat to the people of Israel and to the stability of the Western world as we knew it was to have a militant Islam with the uh, capabilities of nuclear power. And so you take those together today, where we had to spend millions of dollars to convince Chuck Schumer to do the right thing the first time, vote against that Iran nuclear right, deal. Right. Now here we find ourselves with the Russians renegotiating the refunding of an Iran deal that has already failed, while Chuck Schumer says not a muttering word. And so this is what we have to tell people. Whether you're concerned about the fact that we've got death in the streets of New York City, whether you're concerned about the fact that every town in America has become a border town because of their open sesame policy on the southern border that has allowed fentanyl to become the leading cause of death for everyone in this country aged 18 to 45, urban, suburban, and rural mothers alike crying and weeping over caskets for children that should still be here. The fact that it is Rochester, New York, top five per Isn't capita most dangerous in the country. It is more dangerous to walk the streets of Rochester than it is to walk the streets of Chicago. That is not my opinion. That is not a, that is not a Republican talking point. That is the statistical reality, just like it's the statistical reality that Syracuse, New York, is the epicenter for child poverty in this nation. So this is the untold story of New York, the things that Chuck Schumer doesn't want to talk about at the Sunday press conference, that on his watch, we lead the nation in outward migration. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. his watch, he is the person who is personally responsible for making sure that the opportunity that is promised to every New Yorker in our founding documents no longer lives here anymore. Well, he's presided over the loss of more business than I think has ever been the case in any state and meanwhile, he holds a press conference once a week to announce a new pencil factory has come in and they're going to make 14 pencils and hire one person. I mean, the guy is a complete, complete fraud. And this statement. Now, we also have a report that is going to uh, we're going to put out in more detail as we get more details on John Castamatidi's show at five uh, that Schumer was briefed on the riot. <laughs> and that he and several other Republicans, uh, several other Democrats knew there was going to be a disturbance at the Capitol. Now, remember, for four or five days, the president's staff and the president himself were urging them to take a minimum of 10 to a maximum of 20,000 National Guardsmen. And the president actually has in writing 
up to t- they wanted t- ten thousand, and the president said up to twenty thousand. It, it's crazy. Now, I mean, how how could a man who's organizing a, an insurrection want to have twenty thousand troops there to stop his insurrectionists who had no guns? I mean, it's a really bizarre thing when you think about it because the same people who make the arguments about take the, away the guns from law-abiding citizens by saying that what are Americans going to do against the 82nd Airborne somehow also believe that people who intended to overthrow the most powerful government in the history of the world did so without a weapon to be found. So this is the issue that we're dealing with right now. People who put forth ideas that defy all logic, defy all reason, to distract us from the real issues affecting Americans every single day. I have taken to calling Chuck Schumer a professional hostage taker. He takes our dreams and our liberties and our freedoms hostage with fear. He goes to black communities and tells you there is a white supremacist lurking in the shadow, and so you should ignore the fact that one out of three black children in this state live in poverty on my watch. He goes to the mother and says that you should ignore the fact that 60% of our children do not read at a proficient level on my watch because there is a threat against reproductive rights for women all across this state, even though he's old enough to know that we had protections for reproductive rights in New York State before Roe v. Wade was passed, and there would be reproductive rights in New York State if in the event of Roe v. Wade's overturning. That is just the reality of the laws on the books in the state of New York. Any person that will lie to you in order to keep you trapped in a cocoon of fear, to make you powerless over the things that actually drive your life, they are telling you. They are unsuitable for leadership, and so you can go to JoePinion.com. I need your help. We know that we can win, but this is the moment that we can break the back of one party rule. This is the moment we're going to take back our state. I told you, I've told Mr. Ruddy when I walked out of that building across the street, it's not because I didn't believe that Newsmax was the opportunity of a lifetime. It's because I believe that America is worth the fight. I know that New York is worth the effort. And if the people who believe in New York and America come out and vote on November 8th, this man, his gray hair, the nose that with the glasses on the evidence's nose because he just wants to look down on us until the day he dies, we're going to put it to an end. But I need your help to do it. Go to Joe Opinion.com. Show. Text for us. Vote for us. Uh, we need your help. Did you ever run before? Uh, this is a, a, a maiden voyage here into the uh, into the great unknown this, here. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going all over the country supporting people running for the first time with the kind of quality that Joe. You, you, I mean, I don't have to tell you. You can tell by listening to him that this is a very, very high quality, very intelligent, very well-informed person, a citizen politician who, uh, with the enthusiasm that he has and the fact that it, all of, all, everything hasn't been compromised away after 24 years in that stupid place, he's going to really get things done. He's going to be one heck of a, of, of a senator we can be proud of, who will be up there, you know, where, like, like, uh, Sin- uh, like Senator Scott and, and uh, Senator Graham and the ones that are on television who can really be articulate. Not all of them can. This, this guy can really make New York proud. New well, York could be on the map by having a senator that really starts to make sense. I appreciate those kind words. And uh, people often say, well, what would we benefit from getting rid of the most powerful man in the United States Senate and sending you, Joe Pinion? And I say, look, I'm not saying that I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Perhaps only my mother believes that. But the hard truth is that if Chuck Schumer was as powerful and as effective as he claims to be, we wouldn't have the problems we have here today. <laughs> and so that is just the hard truth. He says he brings home the bacon. New Yorkers all across this state know that their belly feels as if it is completely empty. Yeah, go look on the shelves. Absolutely. I mean, look, they've turned this nation into the Hunger Games for babies. 
toddlers fighting over formula. It's outrageous. It's, I mean, I was in uh, wet North Country. I mean, you have people driving an hour and a half in the hopes of finding formula. The hope. Because sometimes they get there and it's not there. So this is the reality. The same people, career politicians who pass the laws to mandate that states have to buy their baby formula for WIC programs via a blind grant uh, are the same people who didn't have the common sense to recognize that when a person who controls 55% of that market has a recall, we have a military-grade crisis in this country. There is no value in having career politicians in D.C. if the institutional knowledge they're supposed to have there has been compromised by whatever cognitive disabilities they may have. You know the major, the major obstacle you face, Joe? It's not the money. He's probably spending $50 million to your million or something like that, right? It's uh, the censorship. Yep. They don't cover you. Well, they won't. They won't cover me. I they mean, don't look, cover it, you. It it's like it's like where one party uh, uh, st- they don't cover Andrew. I mean, uh, Andrew put out a whole eight point program on crime yesterday. It's the best program on crime that's been written in about thirty years because I had something to do with it. <laughs> and I wrote the Attorney General's Task Force uh, crime report back in nineteen eighty one, which was the basis for everything that was done about crime for the next twenty years. Right. And this is an improvement over it. And I got other people in to help. And Andrew has made a, has really made a lot of changes of it to modernize it. Not even covered. I mean, you have to understand. Not even covered. This is You're a nation covered. that was founded by country lawyers and farmers uh, who would have to take whole days, whole weeks, journeys to go down to D.C., put things on paper, put the greatest idea ever committed to paper that all men are created equal, but at the same time built into our founding documents the DNA with the capacity for change. And so here we are on our journey to that more perfect union, and yet in the aftermath of what we saw in Buffalo, in the aftermath of what we saw in Texas, instead of having an honest conversation yes. about the fact that, hey, this country protects what we value. We protect our money and we protect our power. There is more resources expended protecting green pieces of paper we print like drunken sailors than we have making sure that our children are kept safe in their schools. So that is the plan that we need to start having. What is the infrastructure plan that puts Americans back to work, that takes the designs from 19th century buildings that are now uh, in many ways built in the early 20th century and are now unsuitable for the 21st century, what is the plan to move those buildings to the level they need to be at to make sure our children, our babies are safe? This is what our priority should be, not a deranged man on TV. Tell them before I have to get off, how how do they get to you? They can go to JoePinion.com. Send them money. Send 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 all the dollars you can, but sign up to knock on doors as well. We need your help. Both. You can win win uh, grassroots if you have to. And he has the kind of uh, magnetism and charisma to do it. This guy is the real deal. Uh, Joe Pinion against Schumer. Uh, We're going to start getting a lot of other people to cover this because it's a shame the way um, the censorship press tries to determine the elections. We'll be back with the mayor's final words right after this interruption. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts will focus on what we spent, I guess, the most amount of our time on, and that was on January 6th. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a few callers in to see if uh, what their observations are and ask them if they could be brief so we can get a couple in before we uh, have to close. I'll go to Jacqueline first. Jacqueline? Jacqueline? All right. We'll go to Gracie. Gracie? 
Mayor? I can hear you. Is this Gracie? Yes, this is Gracie. Okay, I'm going to talk quick. Go ahead. Listen, yesterday I came across a, a People magazine from um, 2021, like January, the year in review. I'm looking at it. There's a picture of the so-called insurrection. If you look at this picture, you think you're at a concert or a block party. People are talking on phones. They are taking pictures. They're, the men are like leaning on the parapet, looking down. Nobody looks like they're crazy. I, I, I don't believe it. This was a fixed job. They had people well, to tell the people to come in. Well, the fact is, the fact is, uh, from everything we can tell, you're right about this. This was not a fixed job. The FBI has twice concluded it wasn't planned. There are aspects of this where you can see a numerous amount of film of very, very peaceful people being invited in, and there are aspects of it where you can see people breaking down things in order to get in. Probably the most violent footage that I've seen is the one that was produced by John Sullivan, for which he got paid four hundred thousand dollars by CNN which looks like a, a documentary uh, about the murder of Ashley Babbitt. It even has a climax, which is, you know, the shooting. And uh, very carefully, uh, John Sullivan does not uh, take a picture of the cop who did it. You should know that John Sullivan was an indicted uh, person at the time that he did that. He was indicted for inciting to riot in Utah, where a murder took place there also. Uh, he was in front of the Capitol the day before asking people to burn it down. Uh, you, you haven't heard about him. Did any, anybody, uh, anybody for Trump ask them to burn down the Capitol? And now, and the FBI has twice concluded that there was no pre-planning, no evidence of pre-planning, including by Trump. Just like they concluded there was nothing to the Russian hoax, but didn't stop the Democrats from spending forty-five million dollars to try to uh, convict him of something he didn't do. Now, I'm not. Uh, don't. Let the Democrats tell you I'm defending whatever the idiots on uh, January 6th did. I'm not. But I am, as a lawyer, shocked that they have been uh, detained for 14 months without a trial. And then they're getting convicted of crimes that carry 14, 14 days in jail, 25 days in jail. And meanwhile, we got we got uh, half the criminals in New York walking the streets that breed and the guy in Brooklyn lets out. I mean, the gun crimes, they don't prosecute gun crimes. And these uh, uh, hypocrites are talking about gun control. How can you talk about more gun control when you don't prosecute the gun control laws that you have? I know they don't. Core at the core of my ability to reduce murder in this city was seizing guns. One of the methods was to strictly enforce the gun control laws. Not the only one, not, not the most important either, but, but an important one. And that's why we came up with the one-year mandatory sentence, five years, second time. We wanted to scare you, frighten you. The legal word going back to, going back to old English lawyers, and one of the purposes of the criminal law was to deter you. To, in the interest of protecting innocent people. That the Democrats have forgotten about. They are the party of the criminal. They are the party of the criminal who can get away with anything he wants as long as they're criminals who vote Democratic. Uh, you saw it during the riots. The cause of what is going on now is 2020. It's the encouragement of mass crime and police inaction.
seen nationally and internationally, and then replicated, including in those uh, 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 smash-ins uh, to retail stores where 70 or 80 people come in and take out a couple million dollars worth of items. That's just a replay of what they saw on television during, during the 2020 Black Lives Matter Antifa riots, sponsored by George Soros, like the 30 DAs, sponsored by George Soros, the DAs who let about 30 to 40 to 50 percent of the dangerous criminals go free to hurt you, to beat you, to steal from you, and to kill you. Now, if you are stupid enough to continue to vote for this political party, which is destroying our country, it's not just Biden, it's Schumer, it's Pelosi, it's the phonies on that committee. Look, I represented Trump for four years. You have no idea what liars those people are. I look at them and I say, I don't think I've met bigger liars than Schiff, Swalwell. Well, he's not on the committee, but he hangs around it. Raskin? Well, we'll be back tomorrow with some real observations about what these scoundrels go about. And I bet you they don't touch any of the really serious crimes that are involved because they happen to be involved in those. This is Rudy Giuliani. God bless America.